marshmallows in it, maybe. Yeah, candy cane. I'm not a big peppermint guy, though. I like peppermint. I like candy canes. Well, then you can put the candy cane in your hot cocoa cup. I, I am going. I okay. will. I will stir it with I'm gonna the put candy some, cane. I'm going to put some caramel <laughs> in my hot cocoa cup. Well, that's always a good choice, too. Yeah. See? Yeah, but you always have to have marshmallows. Marshmallows are great. That's fine. Get some marshmallows. Can we get some marshmallows? I think we're out of marshmallows. Okay, good. Uh, what a nice. What do you nice like better, pleasant... little ones or the big ones? The little, little marshmallows or the big marshmallows? Uh, I like a, the little ones because then I can. Mm, mm, mm. Otherwise, you get the Bart Simpson effect where you're slicing <laughs> the marshmallow up. <laughs> so that's, that's always true. a fun one. Not as many will fit in a mug. You can get a lot more. Yeah. In a mug when it comes you get to a little, the little ones. Get those little mini marshmallows. Then yeah. it's like eating cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a nice, it's a nice, pleasant holiday evening here. Mm. Yes. The, got the fire going, crackling here. You always need that. Oh, I guess we should. We should. We should start. I'm Kevin. And I'm Rachel. And this is a very shelf life holiday special. This is <laughs> a very merry shelf life. Ah, there you go. This yeah. is Shelf Life, a <laughs> podcast where brother and sister team always exchange. Fuck. <laughs> Try it again. And this is Shelf Life, a podcast where a brother and sister team go through all. I'm trying to do Bing Crosby. He did like a lot of holiday specials. So I'm trying to, you know, like, uh, we're here. No, 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 I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah. I'm Bing not, Crosby, Mary, tap dancing with Mary fucking K, however, whatever the yeah. hell that was called. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, you got, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where a brother and sister team go through all things pop culture to determine what belongs on your shelf. We go through those things one at a time in very minute detail. Ton of stuff. Whatever we, you know, whatever whatever the hell comes we feel like it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Rachel, we've had a we've had a nice uh pleasant holiday here. We've yeah, got to so uh we've yeah, we've exchanged gifts, we've eaten the ham, mm-hmm. the roast mm-hmm. beast, all sorts of stuff. But now as the snow is falling and the time draws near to yet the end of another wonderful holiday, we decided that we could bring to you, dear listeners, our First annual Shelf Life Holiday Special, as Rachel deemed it a very merry Shelf Life. That's right. So that's right. What we we decided we did this with the hot with with Halloween. We decided we would do it again. So Rachel, I'm gonna bring out here. I'm gonna bring out my my. I've got a. I've got one more gift here that <gasps> oh I didn't. Boy. Uh, oh, this is yeah. so exciting. So okay. What I what I thought we would do, would do here is that we'll exchange some some presents, open these up, and then whatever they are, we will watch them. That's right. Or read them, or play them, whatever it happens to be. It'll be associated with Christmas or the holidays in some kind, and then we'll uh, decide whether or not they have shelf life. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, it's same, like it seems it. like something no, 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 that we would great. do. Rachel, before we get into that, any any special holiday traditional watches or, or reads or anything that you have that you, you try to get crossed off that list every year that you have as part of your traditions? Heck, even podcasts that you listen to every year. 
you sprung this on me and now I have to like think of stuff. I, I do like to watch Doctor Who specials that are like Christmas related. Those are kind of fun. Oh, sure. I guess stay tuned. Not completely stay tuned, but stay tuned enough. <laughs> Not d- directly to what Rachel said, but. And yes. then uh, let's see the uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life is a good one. Oh, of course. Yes. You know, I like that some of the classics are really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like the black and white classics are always fun to me. I'm a and big then fan sometimes, of Scrooge. Sometimes. Oh, Scrooge. Scrooge is good. Krampus. The Santa Claus. Oh, yes. Krampus. If you want a scary one that also is Christmas related. There you go. Ah, uh, the Santa Claus. Now that they're doing another one this year. Another one. They need to stop. They need to be stopped. <laughs> they do need to stop. Well, I guess my point here, Rachel, is are you into watching any of, like, the traditional holiday stuff versus, like, a Hallmark thing? Do you have anything that so you, like, try to, try to get? I am a big watch the the classics. So, like, like A Wonderful Life, A Miracle on 34th mm-hmm. Street. The the Griswold Family Christmas, always, always interesting. That's not actually what it's called, Christmas Vacation. Um. (laughs) Rachel's renamed it to a Griswold family. The Griswold family Christmas. We'll be right back with the Griswold family Christmas. I will turn on the Hallmark channel and watch the really awful, campy Hallmark Christmas movies because they're stupid and predictable. So it's sometimes it's like one of those uh, you can bet on it and you could probably make a lot of money type of things. Or if people do like a drinking game with the Hall- uh, the Hallmark movies, that's I've heard that's a thing too. We like to put the Santa hat on the TV, and it's fun to to see who wears the Santa hat. <laughs> Tradition. Wait, what? What is this? <laughs> You've never heard that? No. You put the Santa hat on the corner of the TV, and it's like, well, we don't do the drinking game, but like technically, it's a drinking game. So whenever somebody wears the Santa hat. You take a drink. Ah, okay. I got but you. But we just like seeing who wears the Santa hat. It makes us laugh. Like. I see. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of, like, outside of, like, movies, if there's anything that we, that we do. I mean, you and I, because we're able to see each other more over the holidays, we will try to play some, like, old school video oh, games. Oh, yes. That's very true. They have nothing to do with Christmas Absolutely or the holidays. Nothing. But I, somehow we end up playing Streets of Rage a lot during the holidays. We do play a lot of Streets of Rage. We'll even pick up like Guitar Hero. I think it's Guitar because Hero. we either it's either because we had gotten the game probably for at Christmas. that time, yeah. right? Or like because now we can actually play it and we can play through mm-hmm. the whole thing. We end up doing mm-hmm. that again, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like huge into the holiday movies or t- not like because like Halloween. There's a there's a genre, right? It, the genre is just kind of horror. You can kind of do anything horror or Halloween related, and it fits. When it comes to Christmas or or the holidays, you kind of have to be kind of more selective in like it. It has that veneer or that background, like Gremlins or Die Hard. Oh, Gremlins! And, that's another good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, because it's yeah. See, it's like a horror out there. Christmas. Yeah, you know, sometimes I forget how many there are. Yeah, there's a lot. Many of them are on the list, and if they're not on the list, they'll eventually be added to the list, and we'll get there. So, like podcasts, for instance, most of the time there aren't a lot of like podcasts that I listen to that do a lot of like holiday stuff. I know that there are there are plenty of how ho- like holiday related podcasting stuff out there. I'm sure Podcast the Ride has done the Grinch at universal mm-hmm. uh i know that we hate movies has done some i know that how did this get made has stuck kind of to like doing a hallmark movie every year but that's because they've kind of fallen off a little bit 
you know, but there, um. there is that, that, yeah, there is that stuff. There is that stuff. So they're out there. But what I've ended up doing is because, like, we hate movies. Used to do like their we love movies month. So I'll like listen to those during the holidays. Oh yeah, it it's has almost like, like that feeling, right? Then. You want yeah. like a comfort show or movie or book yeah. that kind of like, just has feels, that nice like warm it feels nice. feelings. Yeah. You don't want something that's like like horror technically. You don't want something that's like super sad. You want like that stuff that's like heartwarming during the holiday months. Which is why my if we'll open up my present here of what uh, oh, what okay. we're gonna watch here for me here. So if I <gasps> up here. did it, we're looking it open. Okay, taking yep. the bow um, off. So this is Rachel. Why don't you tell me what what the what gift I opened here? It's very green. I see mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going to be very so we just talked about trying to be nice around the holidays. We're going to be pretty damn cynical with this fucking thing. I I'll love tell it. you that right now. It's still a very heartwarming tale though. This is this is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966, the original. The original. Yeah. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm assuming at some day someday we will do the Jim Carrey one or the Benedict Cumberbatch one. But we're doing the oh, first yeah, one, Rachel. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely have to. Or it, what? I said, oh, yeah, like, we'll definitely have to. Oh, I thought you said, no, we don't have to. <laughs> like, we're like, <laughs> no, that's Never. Okay. I refuse. So, yes, we're going to, one of the topics we, or, that we'll cover today, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Rachel, what did you bring? Should I open up the, this bag here? Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we can open up this one. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, opening it up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yes, does everybody remember that sound? Like, I hate that sound so much. (laughs) All right. Okay, so we are, we both picked ones from the 60s. The hell's the matter with those? I don't know. Okay, so our our second, wow, thank you, is going to be (laughs) Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the traditional Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964 <laughs> stop motion version yeah that claymation yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy yeah, these yeah. are always i mean okay all right, all right. yeah talk so about we got, classics we, right we just got we just got done talking about like yeah these are definitely quote unquote classics mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go get a refill of some hot chocolate and some sort oh, yes. of snack preferably Absolutely. like checks or some something cookies. yeah okay oh yeah go cookies. get some cookies, get the cookies. you're right yeah, get the cookies out of the oven. Make sure yeah. they're not burnt. Yeah. They're not going to be burnt. They're going to be fine. They're going to be great. They better not be goddamn burnt. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we'll take a short break for a word from our fake sponsor. And when we come back, we will begin the holiday tradition of determining if any of this stuff goes on your shelf, starting with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We'll be right back. Shelf Life is brought to you by... From the Grinch and from Max, and from Cindy Lou Who, and the thousands of banks, give or take one or two, that care for your savings and checking accounts, and provide loans you need in all kinds of amounts. From the full-service banks that serve you all year, may this special season be full of good cheer. May your Christmas day be so very, very, wonderfully, happily, joyously merry. The Foundation for Full-Service Banks representing America's 14,000 national banks, state banks, and trust companies, has presented Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, God, it's hot. 
Uh, you gotta be careful. Uh, we just Ed, warmed that up. What's wrong Ed, with you? We're back. Oh, damn it. God. We're back. Get an ice cube. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just won't be able to taste anything for the next day. It's fine. No? Then more cookies for me. Yeah, I'm gonna get another sip here now. I'm, I'm sure it's better now. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, we are back. With the Shelf Life Holiday Special, subject number one here is How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966. Rachel, I am going to throw it to you, of course, as as per usual, as is tradition, to let us know what is How the Grinch Stole Christmas about, and what's your history with the Grinch? Okay, okay. So, the, 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 the Doctor Who's... We're doing the Grinch, Rachel. <laughs> I said Doctor Who's. <laughs> Doctor Who's. That's a mad TV sketch. <laughs> I hate everything. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is about these creatures called Whovians. Is that what they're called? Isn't it? I, I guess you're right. Because it's... Well, because like, they're the Who's, but it's I guess down they are in Whoville. Okay. Right? No, you're Ho- probably Ho- right. Hoovian? I think that's right. I mean, I know yeah. Whovians are like Dr. Whovians, but hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Grinch, Whovians. Okay. Right? I'm not Whoville. I'm not disagreeing. No, I don't I don't trust anything. Anyways, how the Grinch stole Christmas is about yes. the Christmas time in Whoville with the creatures of Whoville. And the Grinch, who seems to be ostracized to this mountaintop, hates Christmas and hates the Whoville people or creatures. I don't know what they are. We'll, we'll get into that. And the whole idea is that the Grinch wants to stop Christmas and he learns a lesson along the way. Rachel, is this one, of, is this one that you've seen a ton during your life or never or anything like that? Um, definitely not a ton. So my background with this is that mom hates Dr. Seuss <laughs> and <laughs> I'm pretty sure that has affected my thoughts on Dr. Th- Seuss. So like I never really read or watched anything Dr. Seuss. Like I've seen, I've, obviously I've seen How the Grinch Stole Christmas as a kid sure. and stuff, but I don't like watch it all the time. And I, I, as watching, as I was watching this, I realized that I haven't watched this in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, so you're that's right. kind mom... of my background to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, mom did not like Dr. Seuss. She did not get the Seussian uh, <laughs> speech. So we she did not read us Dr. Seuss or no. anything like that. So we were not, yeah, privy to a lot of Seuss tales growing up. Right. As such, we do not I don't have nostalgia for the Grinch. I I don't this is definitely a pretty, like, impartial of, like, yep, do not have a lot of info about how the Grinch <laughs> stole Christmas. Be- I would say there's definitely those beats in this where I'm like, yep, that's iconic. That's an oh, iconic of shot or that's an iconic line or whatever. Yes. But to your point, if I'm flipping through channels on Chris or, like, during the holidays and I see the Grinch, I'm not like, oh, I'm going like, to watch oh, the yes. Grinch gather around everyone. It's like, well, there's nothing else on. Might as well just have it on in the background. Like I've had, I've done that before. I know the I've one done thing that, that before. I, this you probably have never even heard of, Rachel. Okay, there I'm was excited. so at Grandma's house. Grandma had Grandma had VHS tapes of stuff. It's pr- of part of what, of course. Probably I probably got her <laughs> to do it, and then she was like, "Oh, Kevin likes having 
these videotapes of stuff, so I'll videotape stuff that might appeal right. to my three-year-old grandson or whatever, because I would be- record everything, hence here we are 30 years later, and I collect shit, because <laughs> I was born that way. Yep. Uh, but Grandma had a VHS on it, not with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. She had, instead, a VHS on it with the sequel, which wasn't really a sequel. It was a prequel. Okay. And it was a Halloween special for How the Grinch Stole Christmas of, of the Grinch. What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No. <laughs> so it was called Halloween is Grinch Night. I have never heard of this. Yeah, yeah. There is so no way. Maybe one day we'll do Halloween is Grinch Night. I don't remember much from it, but I definitely remember watching it a ton at Grandma's house because it was like one of the things that she had taped for me as just like, you know, like in a row. Like she'd have a VHS with like a ton of like stuff that she would just catch and be like, that might be something Kevin will watch when he's here. So it was definitely one of them. Oh, it's it looks like way darker. <laughs> well it's the 70s so like of course it well, probably yeah, is sure, sure but i mean like you know, even color wise that. and stuff it looks dark like yeah like a little spooky which i mean it yeah. makes sense it's halloween but they give him like orangey red eyes it's kind of creepy mm-hmm. yeah and it's got a, a totally different style of animation stuff like that but i definitely yeah. remember watching that one That's i don't funny. remember like I'm, i know i've seen this one a ton i'm sure as a kid or just throughout my life it's not something that i go back and seek out like to your point that's kind of the background that's where we're kind of coming from with this one i guess yes a couple of things to note about this how it got made if you want to know so this is a chuck jones production chuck jones of course the legendary cartoonist wanted to shows you think so? You think it's you think it's got the Looney Tunes flair? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I can feel Wiley e. Coyote and all of that going on in this. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mount Crumpet looks a lot like like a like a road. Because I was cartoon. gonna say it. It has like watching it. I, it was making me want to go watch Looney Tunes. Like I was like <laughs> watching it, going, "Oh, Looney Tunes!" Like <laughs> there's there's my nostalgia. <laughs> so Chuck Jones approached Dr. Seuss to make a Halloween. Not, now I'm going to say Halloween special, to make a holiday special out of The Grinch. And he was at first kind of reluctant to do it because he didn't like doing some stuff that had been adapted in the past. But they eventually decided to do this. They got MGM on board mm-hmm. and they gave this budget sounds insane to me. It was allotted $315,000, which today would be two and a half million. Whoa. Yeah. So... I guess it's animation, and there's songs, and there's stuff. But if you look, there's, like, nobody. Like, there's, like, four people that they put in, like, as the actors, because it's literally just, like, those three people talk. I think it all went to the animation, though. I think that's where all of it went. It had to have. And it looks good for the 60s, for, like, mid-60s. You kind of forget that it's from the 60s. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is from the 60s. Part, of course, in the right in the middle of, like, all of these Halloween... Right in the middle of all of these holiday specials, because I want to say holiday instead of Christmas, but like these Christmas specials that were coming out in the 60s, Rudolph, Charlie Brown Christmas, Mm -hmm. Frosty Mm -hmm. the Snowman, Santa's Coming to Town, all these things were coming out around this decade or so, 
and it just kind of became part of like the another like okay this is going to play every year we know we're going to play this every year and they did it's one of those things that the networks fight for the rights to get because it's one it of those things sense. that they know people a, are going to watch it it's this traditional is... viewing exactly yeah, yeah. And now there's the the other ones that have been made from this story right, too. Right, right. This is, so the, there's the original book, which wasn't which he was white in the original book. Interestingly enough, I want to look this up. Yeah, I don't know if the whole book is just in white and like with shades of different things, but all in white. Because I know Sue said that sometimes. I don't remember the book at all. I don't think I've ever. I don't read think I've ever book. read the book. I think this is very very loyal to the book. The original is in black and white. Yeah. And then yeah. you can see that when there's a colorization of it, they do turn him green. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. But, yeah, in the original, it's, like, black and white, and the only pop of color is red. They give him red eyes. That's creepy. Of course. That's really creepy. <laughs> but it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be that he's evil, Rachel. How else are you I supposed know. to be picked that he's well, evil? Well, when they do the colorized <laughs> version, he's green with yellow eyes. So there. Yeah. They wanted to have more color in this, of course, so they colored him green. Of course. Because they thought green, you know, is a Christmas green, color. Green, Grinch, you know. Sure. And he looks I different do... than the Whovians. The yeah, Whovillians. Whovillians? Whovians? Whovi- I like Whovillians. But that makes I am a sound Whovian, like a villain. And that's Doctor Who. Yeah, but they are the villain. <laughs> they they are right, the villain. Well, you're, you're putting your <laughs> knowledge of the movies into some no. of the... Okay, maybe a little, but at the yeah. same time. <laughs> because because I in rewatched 2000... this and still didn't like them. <laughs> well, because in 2000, there w- there is the Jim Carrey movie, which yes. they got 25 minutes out of this story in the 60s, and they had to stretch that to an hour and a half Oof, somehow. Man. I don't think I've ever watched that movie. I don't think You've I've ever watched, watched any of the it. Stuff. I don't think so. Okay, I, I have watched so. that. The most updated Grinch stuff I am aware of is at Islands of Adventure every year they do the big celebration in who in Whoville or Dr. Seuss that or makes with sense yeah I never really thought about that but yeah that makes Grinch sense that they would Christmas do that because they have at, a Whoville yeah they actually and, have a lot of Christmas fun fact things, Kevin and Hogwarts I did ride Sunday. one fish two fish <laughs> I think that's the only ride I've ever been on. In Next the time we go, section. we're going to have to go into the Cat in the Hat dark ride. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah, like a horror, like haunted house. Think, uh, yeah, I don't think we ever go on anything, again, because we just weren't Dr. Seuss kids. No, we, we would just pass that Dr. one. Seuss kids. Right. Rachel, what? So, like, gr- be, Grinch is, like, a, a descriptor now. But like Grinch what? is a descriptor now, and you have been called a Grinch, and it's okay. my favorite right. thing ever. <laughs> you're gonna make me do this. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you what a Grinch was, and now you're gonna make me explain this story. I, you have to, you have to tell this story. It's great. yeah. I guess there's no other time to do it than this. Okay, <laughs> it's not that good. Don't be hyping this up now. All of our listeners, are I just be like, like I that you're wait. called a Grinch. Yeah. Okay, so I will explain. A few years ago. I had, or uh, several years ago. So Rachel and my mom would do the Black Friday shopping because they just had a lot of fun doing that. And the year that I was moving out, Rachel had torn her knee up. I did. And, I tore and my meniscus. <laughs> could not go. I couldn't walk. I wasn't allowed to walk for like nine weeks. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and our mom was like, 
well, Kevin, you have to come because it's a two-man operation. I can't just go by myself. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so I had to go do Black Friday shopping. That's not where I got called a Grinch, though. That's just to give you an idea of, like, the mindset here. So we did Black Friday shopping. The week after that, I was like, I need to go do some furniture shopping. And we went out again. Rachel wasn't able to go. My mom went, me and her, and I think you and dad stayed home. Yeah. As we were out, mom said, oh, Rachel and I also usually go to Candle Day. And yes. I said, used to oh, do what's Candle that? Because they would always have that on the, like, the same day every year. <laughs> and <laughs> mom says, well, at Bath and Body Works, Bath and Body Works, if you're listening, we'll definitely accept your sponsorship. They do a <laughs> Candle Day every year. And I have no idea what this is. I just know Bath and Body Works as like the little boutique, like girls get stuff to like rub lotion on and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, we can stop. Like, that's fine. I'm dragging you out to go look at furniture with me. So we go to Candle Day. Now, folks at home, I don't know how many of you are part of the Candle Day tradition of Bath and Body Works. It's a madhouse. It's nuts. It's like a Black Friday. They only for let candles. certain amount of people in at a time. There was a lot. It's line. crazy. It was insane. I had no idea what this was. So we're in this store for over an hour. Mom's sniffing candles, making me sniff candles, <laughs> calling you, asking you what kind of candle shit you want. We have a stack of fucking candles. We have mom's like, we have two different coupons. So now. She has to check out with one of the coupons, and I have to check out with the other coupons so that we can get both of the coupons, because otherwise, how are we going to use both of the coupons? <laughs> we can't. And so now we have stacks of them. Oh, and I'm moving out, so I can have all of these candles, because then you can have candles around the house, and then you can have candles, and it'll smell good and everything. <laughs> so this has went out for hours! So that's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel, because I'm here forever. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. Body works. Yes, it's a stressful environment because they're, these people will murder you to get the last fucking uh, Christmas morning candle or whatever. Now, they have this setup where they have to they have to funnel you into these different lines, right? And mom's yep. like, oh, I think we have to use these lines because these are credit cards and, and this one was only cash. And mom was like, well, just use credit card. It's easier or whatever. Or I don't remember. So I'm standing in line. Surrounded by all of these people just tearing apart <laughs> Bath and Body Works to get candles. I understood how the Grinch felt at this moment. But... <laughs> and, and I'm holding, I'm holding this crate of, of candles. <laughs> all right. So I'm standing there and there's like five different people at the front doing checkout. It's kind of unorganized. I'm not going to lie. They don't really organize this checkout area very well ever. So I wouldn't be surprised if I knew what exactly what was happening here. Mom has gotten through the checkout, I think, at this point. I think. Or she was checking out. And I was like, why didn't I just go with her? Like, why did she make me stand here? I could have just gone there and I would have been right behind her. Right. So... The one person at the cashier at the cash register thing holds up their hand. And now, folks at home, I am telling you this without <laughs> hyperbole. There is no exaggeration. This is just what happened. Okay? So I'm standing probably further to the right. This is a person all the way to the left. But the way that it's set up, because Rachel is right, it's kind of disorganized. 
there is an official line, but there's almost like four official lines. It's very hard to tell like who should be next kind of a thing. But Mm -hmm. if I'm in the official line, like I'm the next person. So the lady holds up her hand and then an older lady, probably 50s or 60s, that was (laughs) just standing off to the side, but not in like the official line, goes to check out. And I go, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of throw the crate down for a second. Right. And sigh. Because I'm like, ah, oh, I I was next. But I'm like, all right, whatever. I kid you not. Brienne of Tarth <laughs> is standing there with this elderly lady. I assume her daughter. Although she looked like she was at least in her 40s. So maybe this lady was older. I don't know. Could be. No, no idea. So a, a, a big, bulging, beastly woman here. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, if you're going to be so, I can't even remember what she said, but if you're going to be so mad about it, hey, man, we're all just standing here waiting. We're all angry, but if you're going to be so angry about it, go right ahead. Go right ahead. And I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just tired. And she's like, oh, no, you go right ahead, Grinch. And she called me a Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> so i went I ahead funny. it's great and we checked out and the whole time i'm checking out she kept calling me a grinch from behind us in line and i was like i wasn't asking to cut in line i just couldn't tell when i was supposed to go it's rude that she just kept doing it too she though. kept doing like, it like it's not her fault it's bath and body works fault it was anyways because fault. they just was mad like they didn't work showing like yeah and again, they weren't being like specific. Definitely can be a, a sponsor of the show. I think it, I think the process has improved because now I go to fucking Candle Day every year because the candles are great, and I I'm, <laughs> I have them in my house. But that particular day when I was not ready for what Mom had, was getting me into, I was just overwhelmed. I just was like, I I didn't ask to cut you. One, I wasn't cutting right. you. It was my turn. But you called me a Grinch. Right. So yes, I can't I, believe it. I'm absolutely a Grinch. Rachel, what is a Grinch? What is a Grinch? So I think I think what people think of as a Grinch is a person who's just like super grumpy and like rude during the holiday season. I think it's just like it's like you're mad and frustrated at the holiday season itself because people expect everybody to be super freaking cheery okay, well, all the two time. Thi- two things about that. <laughs> I'm not a Grinch. If anything, I am a Scrooge. And secondly, <laughs> the honestly, holiday- though, for the new Grinch, I think I am a Grinch. I think I am a Grinch, but <laughs> folks at home, let us know: Are you a Grinch? Are you a Grinch? Are you a are Grinch? You a, Scrooge? a Scrooge? Are you a Clark Griswold? Are you a what's another are angry you a Ralphie? person? Ralphie. I'm trying to think of different. Are you Ralphie's dad? Uh... Yeah, and as a as a person, as an adult, I understand that that opinion of the Grinch. I understand him. I I, I understand. If there's the anything well. that can be. I feel for him. Stressful. It's the fucking holidays. Truly. Because you got to go do shit. 
and you have to get gifts, and you have to listen to people, and you have to see people, and you have to talk about shit. And God knows somebody's going to bring up politics, and you're going to have to listen to that for a goddamn hour. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, you have to make sure that you get such and such this present, and such and such this present, and we have to get here at this time, and we have to go over here at this time. And it's a fucking nightmare! So I really understand. Is. I get it. I understand. And that's why here at Shelf Life, we're asking, we're, we're letting, we're giving you something. You can put those headphones in. You can sit there. Your uncle can talk about Trump. I'm sorry. Your <laughs> uncle can talk about Mr. Garrison or Joe Biden or whoever might be the president in the future. And you can enjoy Shelf Life's holiday special. Yep. So, Rachel, yes. let's get right into Now I'm in Grinch mode. Let's fucking go. Yes, here Grinch we go. mode. Yes, let's go. <laughs> So the show starts, and we get the opening credits. It is over some music, and of course we get the iconic song to start off with. I don't like this song, Rachel. It's a little too uh, light for me. I don't know how to describe this, but it's that Yahoo, Horus, Yahoo, Welcome Christmas, Christmas Day. That's the only yeah, part so, that was actually like words. Yeah. So I think the problem. <laughs> I think the problem is it's a very catchy song, but it's it it's like something I wouldn't normally. So it's like an earworm one, and these holiday specials are filled with those earworm songs, like oh, Day yeah. Without a Santa Claus. I can't watch that because I always get those stupid heat miser and whatever miser but songs stuck in my head. Stop it. Yeah. Don't do it. Because like, I already have this song stuck in my head. I'm already talking about the, the welcome Christmas song. So it starts off and the who's are singing around a big evergreen tree in the woods and they're pulling down the tree and they begin singing around the tree or they're putting up the tree in their Whoville square. Yes. I think they're uh, choosing the tree. Yeah. Yeah, so they're choosing the tree, and then they put up the tree. So they're putting up the tree, and they're doo 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 and they're da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Swing up the lights and something the tree. Light up the tree and something about the family. We're damned for all eternity. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do like Christmas time in hell. It's one of my favorites. That's the stuff that I watch. It's not these traditional ones. So they do their traditional song here of putting up the Christmas tree. Rachel... We've already kind of discussed They're welcoming this. Christmas into the their Yeah, there's a montage of time. shit being put up. The only thing I got was a wuzzle fuzz, something about a wuzzle fuzz in there. Now know, that I'm listening... There's a lot of weird words. Now that I've listened... Kyle well, it's all Susian. Uh, <laughs> Juggalos, I think, is one of they them. They say trim you, trim me. It's a weird... It's a yes, I was like, whoa, whoa, folks. Let's not be trimming each other, you okay? You trim up your uncle and your aunt and the who, yeah. who flock who flock flan, which just sounds Yeah, the who flock weird. flan. Trimming <laughs> up your uncle and your aunt, obviously not endorsed by Shelf Life. Please do not trim up your uncle and aunt. There's this montage going on of them putting up stuff all over the place and it, right. it is the song which i kind of want to want to know now if that if this is what christmas time in hell is based off of because it's, <laughs> it's the same it has the similar uh similar cadence i feel like it's, be a it's sped up cadence. to then too and it probably is a christmas cadence but christmas time is hell is faster yes christmas time so it is way faster it's, it's close. Great. It's, it's close. Christmas time in hell. Yeah. 
but maybe Rachel. it is just like that cadence like you just yeah so maybe there are a lot song. of christmas songs that have that cadence and as we go through our shelf life journey we'll find more that have we'll find that, out. that that beat yeah rachel i gotta ask you oh okay i i really do Uh-oh. and i know that we alluded to it when we were discussing what we were bringing to the shelf here today but what the hell's a who what are these things I don't... are they moles are they, they cats? look like moles you're right about that I They're think they fuzzy. look like moles. They are very fuzzy. They have like a pear-shaped head. <laughs> and I, why why is it that Cindy and Lou why? is the only one with a normal nose? Like why okay. does she have like I a button nose? I actually can tell you why Cindy Lou who looks like this. Okay. Why does so she look get... like an actual person? So she's like the only one who looks like a crossbreed between a who and a person. Uh, Cindy Lou who at the beginning here, she's hanging up a wreath, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she looks like that because she looked. She is modeled after Chuck Jones' granddaughter, who was like two years old at the time. That's why she looks like a person. One, it's because it's one of the characters in the story, and then two, it's because Chuck Jones was drawing it to look like his granddaughter. <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's fine, but she just doesn't look like the same species anymore. <laughs> She doesn't. She looks like a little girl. Yeah, she, she looks, looks a, a lot girl. like one of my friends' kids, actually. But she's got. <laughs> That's funny. I, she's probably a little too old to do. Well, maybe not. She could do Cindy Lou Who. If you're listening to this, and I know you, 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 who you, you know who you are. You know who you, should you are. Have your daughter dress up like Cindy Lou Who for Christmas this year. <laughs> but like, she doesn't have the big mouth or like super furry looking or or but like I think the it's shape. All, also, because she's supposed to look cuter. I, well, well, yeah, we know. I guess that's fine. But it's so weird because you look at the other kids and they just look nothing no, like her. The other Whoville boys and girls do not look like Cindy Lou Who. Right. They look like dogs from Goof Troop or moles or something. Or mole people. They're, I think you're right. I think it's mole people. You know? It's just a very like Susian drawing of some kind. <laughs> and then you get to the Grinch, though. He's green. Yeah. And he's so expressive that it's kind of scary. <laughs> well, he is. So, <laughs> Sus- so they I get, get that he's supposed to be scary, but it's supposed the same to be time. scary. Narration begins. Boris Karloff is doing all the narration and the voice of the grin. And the voice, yes. So the mummy himself is doing the is our narrator here. <laughs> Seuss was actually afraid that Boris Karloff was going to do the Grinch voice too scary because he's the mummy and he could make it too scary for kids. So they actually, oh, they, they told him not to do a voice. They just took Boris Karloff doing a regular Boris Karloff, like in the narration, and then they like slowed mm-hmm. it down or like altered it slightly. And that's why the Grinch is a little more oh. grindy than the, narr- oh, than the narration that's voice. interesting. Yeah. But they just didn't want him to try doing a voice because they thought it was going to be too much. They thought it was going to be too scary. I think they should have gotcha. let him try. And maybe they did they let him try. Just let him do it. Maybe I maybe and then I misread. Like, no, it doesn't fit. You know. Right. Like maybe I just misread the the trivia there on it. But that's kind of like one of the things that stuck out. So anyway, yes, the Grinch is. I think he's a corn it, stalk so... that was left out in the sun too long. <laughs> He's something. He looks like. I mean. <laughs> oh, he's something, all right. <laughs> is he supposed to still also be a who? And he's just green That's an because he's question. like either green with like envy, or he's just green and angry, and he's like he changed color because of that. Or is he a different species as well? And somehow know. he's here, and he just absolutely despises <laughs> who who villains. 
Maybe he was here first, Rachel. Maybe the Who's. He could have been, and they moved into and his land, into his fucking Mount Crumpet. And now and this so guy loud. is just like these. Yes, they're so goddamn loud. <laughs> he's like every dad. He's every dad on a, on Christmas. It's just like it's so God goddamn damn, it's loud. So loud. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's an excellent question. I can't remember. I feel like the Jim Carrey movie tries to answer that, doesn't it? Of, well, uh, kind of. If, if he's a who, but they made him like, like he, I think he is a who, but he's like some de- like demented who. I don't even get it because he was it's green like as a, a child in that one, and he terrifying. was like dropped on the doorstep of these women, and they were just like, okay, we'll take care of him. Like that's fine. And his crazy ants, like it's, it's very Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> It's very, yeah. like, he's yeah. just kind of this abandoned freak. That's true. So maybe he is just a freakish who. Or or it's just because he, maybe he's from Whoville, hated being a who, and you're right. Like, he's it's a golem situation, and he's just yeah. morphed and he just kind into of like, this He turned into stock. the green Grinch because he's just so, like, frustrated and angry, and I don't know. But he's a tall green creature with red eyes. Yes. He has, uh, he, what's the liver disease? Jaundice? Yeah, yeah. Because he's got like he's got, he's got these yellow eyes. eyes, so he's clearly a drunk, <laughs> and he's got this big belly, but these like thin yes. little legs. And then he has like this little bit of like broccoli colored fur around his neck. Yeah, I guess that is fur. I I don't know. I, I don't always know thought that was like a coat, but you're right. It's more. It like doesn't. A it fur. look he like it does look like he's wearing an outfit, but yeah. I think he's naked. I think he's naked. Yeah. I think he's naked. Which makes sense. Like if you're the Grinch, why wear clothes, right? Like, he does wear you... shoes. So the shoes are the same as like the collar. So maybe it is a collar and shoes, and that's all he oh, wears. Oh, maybe it is a collar. Okay. That because his shoes I'd are too okay tight. With that. Right. Right. You don't know why. Well, he's so that's angry. because that's one of the, the questions. Like no one knows. <laughs> Don't ask why. No one knows the reason. Maybe his shoes are too tight. His head's not screwed on right. The narrator posits that his heart was two sizes too small. And that could be the Which reason. Which, I mean, if it, it was, he might have just some type of heart issue. <laughs> <laughs> so the Grinch really should get that checked and, out. And, you know, he just need to get that checked out. Yeah. It's fine. He realizes I mean, he that also is leaving on the top of a mountain, so like you're, he's gonna have less air. It's gonna it's got a lot know, less the, air. The pressure is a little bit different. Yeah. Maybe it's not the best place for him to be living. You know, with a That's... heart condition like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's got a lot thinner blood careful. up there. Yeah, he's really yeah. gotta be careful. We're just looking out for the best interest right. of the Grinch. Which you know he must have some type of heart size because he has a dog, okay? And I love this dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. So he's all pissed off about it being Christmas. He's a dog person. He stands there. He's got a grinchy frown as he listens to them all singing and dancing about the fact that it's Christmas Eve. And Max comes out. Max is this little rat dog. He's this little like thin looking. So the dog. The you think dog... he's a little rat dog? Well, I mean, he's not a rat dog. It's like a beagle if a beagle was yeah. drawn by Dr. Seuss. Yeah, like some type of tiny hound-ish thing. Yeah, he's a little tiny hound. Yeah, very tiny hound. Very thin, tiny hound. So this is, to your point, Rachel, he's not, it's not that he hates everything because he has this dog. Unless he's yeah, he a, loves like, Max. Unless he's mean to the dog, which he's I mean, he whips him later, mean? but we don't talk about that. <laughs> He's a little mean, but I think he still loves him. Like, I think he still loves Max. 
Because yeah, why would so he I, let him stay around? Why would he keep him? But that, that's my point. Like, why would he take care of him? Like, why would he have this dog around if he wanted to yeah. be alone? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe he just the doesn't dog... like the Who villains. And maybe the dog helps him to hunt, but he's this little scrawny dog. I don't think he's like right. a hunting dog. He he is like a little like hound dog of some kind though. So yes, there's yeah. a dog in this. So Rachel maybe the Whovilles, Whovillians don't like dogs, and they don't allow dogs. They so don't allow dogs, so we moved so to that the... he could have Max at the top of the mountain. Look, this is why I feel for the Grinch because I just <laughs> he has a dog, and I immediately go, he must be a good guy. <laughs> 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 there are plenty of people out there with dogs. That oh, are not there's good so many people. people who do not deserve dogs. I'm just saying. <laughs> Grinch is in a bad mood because it's Christmas, and tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. I must find a way to stop Christmas from coming. Well, tomorrow I know. All those who girls and boys will wake bright and early. They'll rush for their toys and then. Oh, the noise, oh, the noise, 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 noise. There's one thing I hate. Oh, the noise, 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 noise. So they talk about how they don't know why the Grinch doesn't like Christmas, but there's a montage, a giant montage that shows, in my opinion, why he doesn't like Christmas. It's just he finds it annoying and obnoxious because it's all these people being loud and obnoxious. Yes, he, he I agree. Doesn't want to be part of that, so it, it makes it's kids screaming. It's constant noise and music and just constant sounds the whole time. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy just does like an auditory thing. He just is like, you know what? It's too damn loud. He just needs some headphones, maybe. Yeah, he just needs <laughs> some headphones or something. Maybe he just needs to go go on vacation for Christmas. Come yeah, back I think afterwards. he does. I think he'd be fine go somewhere nice and tropical. I think he'd enjoy that. Yeah. 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 You know, but I, you know, I'm, I, I get it, I get it. But they bang their tar tinkers, they blow their hoo hoovers, they beat their trump the, tinkers, the, the flum flounders, and the the hoobas, and the, the gar- they play gar-tinkas. they play noisy games like <laughs> lacrosse and croquet. Lacrosse and croquet. <laughs> I love that those are just like the, that's a real word. That is a real thing. They're garginkas. But then you have blumblukas and um. Whatever the hell else there is, I don't know. I just this I is why like mom hated Doctor Seuss. All these made Zuzitter, up Zuzitter Carcay. What the frick, man? I... <laughs> it is extremely creative to be able to come up with words that aren't real, but they sound real enough. But that he's you can just say he's them. just saying like maumers and like blue bloppers and pleat ploopers, and he's just saying like words I know, but, like, that also all that sound like onomatopoeia like, and stuff. Yes, yeah, but like trumptukas, yeah, slow the flounders. And... Yeah, like it, it, it yeah, there is a, t- there's definitely like a talent to be able to oh, do sure. that. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, it's just a, it's just bizarre. It's <laughs> so... a little bizarre. <laughs> They'll play noisy games like Zuzik-Tik-Dere, a roller skate, roller skate type of lacrosse and croquet. And I don't even know if I said it right. I just am trying to, like, figure oh, out okay. some of these. And they'll make ear-splitting noises. Deluxe on their great big electro, who cardio snooks. And it's this giant <laughs> bicycle orchestra machine thing. That yeah. they're playing on. There, there was like a baby who came by in like the like uh, the high chair, playing like a giant bass drum. <laughs> so I, I get understand. It. I wouldn't want to go to this Christmas that would drive party. Me nuts. 
I look, I like music, but this looks obnoxious. <laughs> so his other point, and I guess he's just, he just doesn't like gluttony or something. Cause he's talking about how they'll feast and feast and feast. They'll feast on who pudding and rare who's roast beast, which he and apparently he hates the yeah. way he says roast beast. He's like, then that roast beast. So maybe he's a, maybe he's like a vegan or something. Oh, he, just yeah, he could be like a vegetarian or something. Like a, just against meat. <laughs> yeah. But then he, but okay. Spoiler alert. He cuts it at the end and he's like, he well, gets he to learns, have, he learns to accept it, Rachel. Yeah. But does that mean, maybe he's not eating it. Maybe he's just cutting it for everybody else, but like, maybe, I don't know. I think like, he just, I feel just... like he was like now he's like gotten forced into this cult of who civilians <laughs> who like are forcing him to do these things now oh, that you he think the, hated. You think that and you now think all the of a sudden a he loves it? Like come on. It's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> and for just two thousand dollars a month, you too can join the Who Villains. <laughs> and play with our crew staffers and dingers. And <laughs> whatever else we have here yep mm -hmm. uh, so there's some there's some animation the here of the feast so like or a, whatever a windy <laughs> road there's like a russian china doll gag mm -hmm. they all come out one by one and get smaller and smaller plates and give cindy yeah, a that strawberry seems, that seems wasteful i don't quite understand the point of that like there's nothing else in there except for this strawberry for cindy luhu so what was the point of like this whole i don't yeah <laughs> I love how much Rachel dislikes the Who's. <laughs> I don't know. They, like, I don't know. And I don't know if this is, like, forced bias on me or if I just don't like them. <laughs> so uh, the thing that he hates most of all is when the tall and the small stand close to each other with bells ringing and they start singing and singing and singing. And they sing the fa who for a star who door is welcome Christmas do 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 or whatever. And <laughs> really, who can blame him? Because I didn't sing it any worse than any of these fucking who's. He just doesn't like their traditions. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just not very a big Christmas fan. Maybe one he could just say he's kind of a bigot. That's and that's fine. Which is fine. And then they kind force of bigot, him Rachel. too. Maybe he's a bigot against these who's. Yeah, maybe he maybe he doesn't like them because he's just yeah yeah you're right he could be, could be exactly what it is if he's not the yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like I like your idea that they're forcing him to celebrate. It's the war on Grinchmas. <laughs> we have a war on Grinchmas. Grinchmas. <laughs> I think that's what they call it at, at in Universal is Grinchmas. Oh, I like it. Max looks pleased with all of this too. Like he's like, yeah, he's kind of like, nice. -da, he's enjoying it. And the Grinch is just like, I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> the more he thought about it, of course, he realized he has to put a stop to this. He's been putting up with it. We've we've learned that he's fifty three oh years old, so he's just a, he's just yes. an old, old cantankerous man is probably yep. part of the problem too. And yep. Kevin, in the future, when you're listening to this, and you're past fifty three, hopefully. Yeah, you're an old cretaceous <laughs> man. Let's be real. So, so yeah, you're up there with the Grinch. And he's trying to figure out how he can stop Christmas from coming. And he gets an idea. An awful idea. A wonderful, awful idea. And you get a very I love that iconic. your voice just got higher and higher. Oh, yeah, the, with, the, with the, the, the mouth thing. 
Yes, this the, classic animation in his face. I think it's supposed to be very devilish. Where oh, his it's heart, very devilish. His head turns into a heart shape, I yes. think. And his hair curls and uncurls. Yes. Yes. And his mouth is so wide, it's his entire face. Oh, my God. So his entire plan and here those is eyebrows. To... Yeah. My God, who women would kill to have those eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Max tries to hide from him by digging himself into the snow, too. And Grinch just He's pulls like, him I don't out want by the tail. I like Christmas. I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> so he knows what he'll do. He's going to make a Santa Claus outfit. We get this montage of him making the Santa Claus outfit. And this, yes. of course, brings us to the most iconic part of the entire special which is you're a mean one mr grinch yeah you really are a heel (laughs) so yeah apparently dr seuss a wrestling fan because he's calling the grinch a heel Ooh, i love that yeah that's i think the grinch would make a pretty good heel actually if we're gonna be honest about it but the problem is is that he'd be such a good heel that he'd be getting the cheers oh my god he would be getting the cheers you know, Absolutely. like, I could yes. definitely see the Grinch being, like, a cowardly heel, though. I could see that. Like, yes. you know he's cheating. <laughs> you know he's cheating every match. Oh, always. Yes. He's the one, like, hiding under the, the ring during, like, a like a, like a a fatal four-way or whatever and, like, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, 100%. He's bringing out the chairs. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, he's distracting the refs. Absolutely. Now I gotta see, because it feels like over the 60 years or however long the Grinch has been around, like, he has to have shown up at a wrestling event, right? <laughs> You're I a mean one. I kind of think so. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Yep, Grinch. there he is. Yep. Santa versus the Grinch. <laughs> uh, Memphis Wrestling did it once. Yeah, oh there's always, yeah, there's a ton of it. Here's a strength contest between Santa Claus and the Grinch. It makes sense. So this uh, song, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I do like the song. Wait, hold on. Because now I'm getting I will this. say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> so I looked up the Grinch. Oh, no. So the Grinch has a podcast. It's called... Uh, the Grinch himself has a podcast? That's right. It's called oh, I love the this. Grinch. Tis the Grinch Holiday Podcast. And just the other day from when we were recording this, Rachel, oh boy. the Grinch okay. interviewed Cody Rhodes. What? <laughs> oh uh, my the... God, that sounds exciting. So uh, Cody Rhodes made his most important podcast appearance yet on the Grinch's holiday podcast. The Grinch asked him what a wrestling locker room smells like. I doubt Grinch are familiar with this liquid that I'm going to describe. Have you ever heard of Icy Hot? I could see it smelling like that, honestly. Does the locker room smell of disappointment when the guys lose matches? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I'll add that to my cue. So anyway, (laughs) that was a a random find. This song is written by Dr. Seuss. The song, most people think that Boris Karloff is doing the singing here. It's not Boris Karloff. It is, in fact, Rachel, someone that you are very familiar with. And I, I, if I say the name, you're not going to know who it is. But if I say his special, like, let's call it a catchphrase. If I say his special catchphrase, you would know who it is. So his name is Thurl Ravenscroft. That's a fancy-ass name. 
It's a very fancy name. And if Jeez. I say the great, you would know. Oh my god. He's so also the, Tony the, the Tiger. The voice of Tony the Tiger <laughs> is the one that sings this. That's funny. And you're He's a, a nice deep Grinch. voice for this. It's a beautiful voice it's for this type of song. Beautiful voice. I love it. The lyrics are perfect. It, it's it and so you gotta give your hats off to Dr. Seuss for that. It is a, yes. it's an excellent song. It just oh, absolutely. It, it is. It, it's wonderful. Uh, something I looked up when I was trying to figure out a little bit more about You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, because, I mean, we have to. We have to talk about this, because oh, yeah. the, when else are we going to? It's show, too, by the way. It is, like, the entire movie. It just keeps coming back. It just keeps coming back, because that's what this is about. So, right. uh, Albert Albert Haig composed the music for this. Thurl Ravenscroft did the singing for it. This is. I found this interesting. I wonder if this is because of the pandemic, or what? But in 2021... It hit on the top, uh, like the Billboard, like top forty or something like that. In twenty twenty one, it did this. People love the song, and it makes sense. The soundtrack won a Grammy for best album for children at the Grammy Awards. Uh, Jim Carrey, of course, does the two thousands version. The twenty eighteen mm-hmm. version, I absolutely fucking hate, and it has I'm nothing. Not a fan, I have nothing against Tyler the but Creator. But I think it's better. Than, I love I think it's Danny Elfman. Than... But I hate that version of it. It's just, it's not good. <laughs> I think it's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's, it, I, I think it's okay. I'm going to have to listen to it again, not like separating myself away from hearing the real one. Because yes. like listening to this song and then listening to that one, it's like, this is awful. So I might have to like go back and like try to listen to that version of it and just be it, like, it, all it's right, I'll fine. Give it it's just kind of like a fun bop. I don't like Jim Carrey's version. That's my least favorite. <laughs> well, because Jim Carrey made the Grinch talk like this. And it was like, what the? F- Did you watch the original, man? It's You're supposed to sound like Boris Karloff. Not, not whatever Connery. the hell you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's a bad banana with a greasy black peel. He accidentally sows. He has a big band in the background. <laughs> he accidentally sews Max's tail. The song plays the entire time they're putting together the suit. Rachel's favorite line, of course, probably, well, I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. After yeah, all of our like... talk about poles uh, in our <laughs> South Park episode. Yeah, there you go. This, this year. He also he also has a garlic soul. I probably have a garlic soul because I do really enjoy garlic. <laughs> Rachel eats a lot of lie. garlic. I like garlic. <laughs> I put it on like, everything. Again, another thing I can feel for with the Grinch is that garlic. Yeah, Rachel really identifies with the Grinch. <laughs> if anybody should have been called a Grinch here, it's Rachel. I don't. I'm not that mean. I love. I like. I like Christmas. I'm a big. I'm a big holiday season person. I have not liked the holidays. I like the lights. I like the festivities. I really. really I don't like dislike... the people. <laughs> sure. So I think I am a Grinch. You're right. <laughs> People annoy me. Crowds annoy me. <laughs> I, was say, I like it when all the lights are up and like the holiday tra- trains yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's cozy. Fun. It's very cozy. It's very cozy. And that's what yeah. I like about it. Yeah, I, I like the fall. I more, like being alone on, I like. on Christmas. I like Thanksgiving more. But... <laughs> Rachel wants a quiet Christmas. Oh, the best Christmas was COVID Christmas. I didn't have to wear pants. We were very cozy. We were watching movies. It was just us. We had food. Oh yeah, it was great. Is beautiful, beautiful times. Yeah. 
a very COVID Christmas. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> oh sure God. in our lifetimes, Rachel, you and I will be doing another holiday special called a very COVID Christmas, and just replace COVID with whatever the the 2028 pandemic is, or whatever. It, it oh yeah, be. right. Yeah, yeah. Something I'll become. Something I'll come next. So he admires himself in this Santa Claus suit, and then he needs to get. Uh, he needs reindeer. Claus. I don't know why he needs reindeer. I don't know why he needs to dress up as Santa Claus to begin I, with. I think it comes the in whole handy. idea. One, I, I is this like showing us that maybe he actually does like Christmas a little be, bit, and yeah, he kind he of wishes to... he was like a little bit of a Santa himself. Yeah. Okay. And then two, I think yeah. it's the idea of if anybody sees him during the night. You know, like as like a shadow right. or even anything, they might just think, they it's just think okay, it's just Santa, no big deal, right? Okay. So which as is long how as it comes kind into play, of... right? Yeah, and I think that's what he was thinking, because like if he's on the rooftops with Max, yeah. Max has to look like a reindeer just in case, <laughs> just in case. Poor Max. <laughs> so Max, Max knows what's coming, so he tries to hide under the bed, and instead he gets dragged into this with the Grinch. The Grinch <laughs> takes some antlers off of his wall which but part the... of me was like when they say that like reindeer are scarce the word? when they when he, they say reindeer are scarce are they just like being hunted to non-existence is that what that means and like because I... they show the hunted antlers on the the wall i think it's just, and I'm just like, i don't Whoa. No, i think it's more that they're just hard they'd be harder to find than you know he doesn't have a lot of time to do this. He's got to do this. I tonight. guess that's true. That's that's so, fair. But I'm just saying they all of a sudden just show like these antlers on the wall. Yeah, they're scarce, you know, because like the Hoovians, the Hoovians, the Hoovians are the been, are in danger. Of them. <laughs> so Ma- Maybe, is Max that the looks... roast beast? Is that the reindeer? <laughs> Could be the reindeer. Rachel just is trying to. Like, I don't know what a roast beast is. Is that I just like... assumed it was roast beef? But like a ho- like a pig, like a hog, like a you know. Like oh, you a... think it's like a like a ham instead of like a. Yeah, I actually think it's a hog, like a wild hog. Oh, the roast beast is this giant hog, like yeah, a hog, beast. like a hog beast. Yeah, it eats a thousand pancakes a day. <laughs> you called your teacher a hog beast. So anyway, <laughs> Max is being weighed down by the antlers, and he does he does help him here. He fixes. He helps it. him here. Yeah, he helps him. Max does look pretty terrified though. He's shaking and stuff. I uh, think he's used this... to these shenanigans that the Grinch the... does. He knew what he was like. Oh, <laughs> he knew great. what he was getting to. Yeah, Max <laughs> apparently is also based on something from I can't remember if it's Doctor Seuss or Chuck Jones because I can't remember if Max is in the book, but one of them it, it's based off of one of their childhood dogs where okay. i guess they said their dad would try to get the dog to do tricks and stuff and the dog would just stare <laughs> at him <laughs> like no so he's supposed to look like one of their childhood dogs he is very cute here because like the grinch calls for him and he like jumps into the sleigh because he's like oh, yes I'm he so jumps excited. on the front like oh we're going for a ride and he's got like yeah. this look on his face it's very cute it looks yeah. very looney tunes ish and then the grinch this is why i think it's very looney tunes ish because that looks so cute and then like that that reminds me of looney tunes but then the grinch does the look to the camera oh yes he breaks the fourth wall yes yes he has this like pout on his face and he looks at the camera and he looks like he looks like daffy duck and it just that's what it reminded me of like immediately no i i agree it, yeah because i did not remember so that's I don't why remember i'm like breaking this the is... fourth wall i did not remember oh that. yeah yeah he just like looks at us like 
That's not, no. <laughs> You're the reindeer. <laughs> he puts Max on the front as the reindeer. I think a bit Which of an unnecessary touch. Which is stupid anyways. But... <laughs> it's so unnecessary because they just start sliding down. Well, he whips Max. Of course, Rachel does Which, not again, like that. Which, again, unnecessary. Very unnecessary, abusive. ridiculous. Don't, don't whip your Never dogs. Never do that. You don't deserve a dog if you whip your dogs. It's my end. <laughs> Max slides down the mountain and the sleigh peeks over and we get a commercial. Yes, and we then get we come a, back from the commercial, commercial. The sleigh starts going down the mountain and <laughs> the, there's the a bunch of shenanigans. of it like going over the hill though and it's like <laughs> the Grinch's face. I'm sorry, but yes, uh, the shenanigans no, a, of going down the mountain and it's like a big action sequence. Sit on it. This is this is where they get to show off some animation chops here. Max ends up on the back of the which is very cute again. Sleigh at one point, and then he ends up underneath the sleigh, and then then he does another Looney Tunes gag too, where him and the Grinch end up like next to each other, and he like kind of waves at the Grinch with like a very yes. Looney Tunes smile on his face. Absolutely. But eventually, this goes on for a while, actually, but eventually they make it down to Whoville. A lot of good animation here on Grinch and Max lurking about Whoville. This is another one where I think a lot of, like, cutouts have been made of the Grinch, of, like, that tap, tip, 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 tip. Oh, yes. Kind of, like, him on yes. his tiptoes Absolutely. and Max on his tiptoes uh, with the ladder of, like, them going into the house and stuff. I do love that. That's very cute. And they go to the first house. He slides down the chimney, which I think... They call a chimney. There's a B in there, I think. No, is there? Not this time. The next time he says it, I think there's a B. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But he slides down the chimney. It's slightly Gets tight. Stuck, another, you know. another iconic shot, in my opinion, of him getting stuck in the chimney. Yes. Is like his just his big ass is just <laughs> like he's, curled he's a up. Pear shape. He's like this with very wide hips. He's got very wide hips. Very close to pulling a. Phoebe Cates' dad from Gremlins trying to get down this chimney. the same thing. <laughs> He's lucky that fire wasn't lit. Mm -hmm. the, but they knew Sandy was they, coming, so. That's true, because otherwise it would have been, you know, we, we <laughs> there was just a Cindy Lou who 20 years from now is just like, there one day there was just the smell coming from there this chimney. The smell. And, <laughs> and, and the firefighters the pulled out the Grinch. And that's how I learned there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> Poor Cindy Lou. Traumatized by the Grinch being cooked alive. <laughs> in the fire. And we get the song I do again. like his, his eyes inside of the fireplace. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's underrated. To see, the seeing I the eyes like in the fireplace. That. Yeah. yeah. It's a you good don't see shot. that one as much. No. But that, that's definitely a really good shot. But you do see him slinking around the presence like a snake. That's like a snake. Weird. I like that That's one. Weird. I like that one. <laughs> he, but it's weird, but it, it fits. And it is it really does. good animation again. It's very, yes. again, it's Chuck Jones animation for sure of like him sliding around like that. Mm -hmm. But the song starts again after he, we get a little, we get to understand a little bit of what he's taking. He's taking checkerboards and bizzle binks and boxes and popcorn and all this right. stuff. Taking and the, the popcorn. Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags up. There it is. Yeah, stuffed stuffed all the bags up the chimbley. Because he, he they need to rhyme nimbly with something, so they say nimbly with chimbley. You know what? That's just okay. <laughs> that's that's no. just yeah. That's Go ahead. no, that's poorly done. I'm not allowing Rachel's that one. I'm no sorry. Rachel does not allow <laughs> uh Your Honor. Your Honor <laughs> I object to the use I of chimbley. 
He can make up things if he wants. But then he calls it chimbly after calling it a chimney. You can't call it a chimbly after a chimney. Are there those are the same thing or they're two separate things? Do you go up the chimbly but down the chimney? I don't Maybe get it. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. It's Whoville, Rachel. <laughs> Who else it's... goes up a chimbly? It's Whoville. <laughs> we don't it's know whimsical. It's just very whimsical. It's fiddly binky bink boink. And you I better know. fucking enjoy it, or you're not an American. <laughs> he's taking all this stuff. Max breaks the fourth wall here, too, because he's looking inside, and then he looks at the audience like, oh, no, he's up to his old whatever. Tricks? <laughs> Tricks. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> the song does the second lyrics here. There's termites in your smile. Yeah. You have the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile. Given the choice between the two of you, I would pick the seasick crocodile. I was telling you, Rachel, offline, I always got seasick crocodile mixed with one of the other lyrics. Oh, yeah, you would. Oh, a greasy, a greasy crocodile. I always thought that he was oh, saying a greasy. he's a greasy crocodile. <laughs> given the choice between the two of you i would take the greasy crocodile but no it's I mean... seasick crocodile because it's a very because you know the chronic crocodiles are so ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush but apparently they also it's, it's if they're seasick that's a water boy reference oh <laughs> mama say i forgot about crocodiles that, ain't right. ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush max loads it all up yes. and you get the finale which is you are a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich but with see, here's arsenic the thing. sauce. So, so here's the thing. They, they made this song. They're bullying the Grinch. They're making well, fun they're of just, him. No, no, no. They're the being Grinch is mean. A, the Grinch they're is a like... prick. He is stealing all their stuff, Rachel. He's a fucking prick. I'm just saying, maybe they made this song before he did this. And like... Now he's like, screw okay, you guys, on. you hold bullies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, You think the Who's <laughs> sing this song about the Grinch? I think they do. I think they're bullies. <laughs> this is the narrator's opinion of the Grinch. I don't think the, the... Who's... <laughs> I don't think the Who's are singing this about the Grinch. If they well, are, then yeah. It's then they're a, a bunch cool. of bullies. It's okay, cool. how do you feel about Cruella DeVille? About that song? Well, he does write the song about her after I she know. does all that stuff. But it's right. after. Well, we don't know the history between. We Grinch do. And <laughs> no, we don't. Well, we don't know the history of Whoville. No, I'm just saying you know the history so, with Quella Deville. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. So maybe Grinch is a prick to these people. And that's they true. Came up with the song. That's very true. Maybe he's constantly doing mischievous things. We don't. Maybe know. he is like Scrooge. I bet there was a song about Scrooge going around merry old London town. Oh, I bet there was. Yeah. So, but the man owned them all because of their money. So I don't think they could really, like, bully the man either. So anyway, <laughs> he takes he puts all this stuff up. Max is loading up the cart. Very impressive for this little hound dog to be yeah, loading Yeah, he's doing it up. really good. Yeah. The Lou Who's apparently are, like, a Mormon family or something. There's, like, a million of these fucking kids. <laughs> There's a ton of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all sleeping in Mormon the bed. Mormon or Catholic That's or something. Right. There's all these, these kids in this bed. And he steals the candy canes. Bit of a fucking creep here. And a he's bit. a bit of a monster here, taking these candy canes from these little kids. You could leave the candy canes for the kids. It's probably fine. 
Is it though? He's got to take away Christmas. He's got to do it fully. You can't yeah. forget anything, not That's even true. the crumbs. Remember, we get to that point. Yes, we get to that. He, he doesn't, doesn't even leave even crumbs crumb small crumb enough for mouse. mouse. That's right. And then he pisses off Boris Karloff because this motherfucker <laughs> takes the fucking roast beast. And Kar- That's right. Boris Karloff is so pissed off about this. He is beside himself. Oh, he's the so angry. The roast beast. Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the Who's Feast. He took the hoop pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took the last can of hoo hash. Even the last can of hoo hash. Of hash. And who really wants to eat the hoo hash? No one even really wants the hoo hash. That's just well, uh, they're gluttonous. We talked about this. They're very that's gluttonous. Tr- they're tr- that's true. He is. They're going to they eat that hoo hash. Then he's going to do something which I'm assuming someone has role-played in their life. He's going to stuff the tree up the chimney. <laughs> it just sounds oh, dirty. Oh, I didn't need that. <laughs> Thank you for that one. It does, but you... Come <sighs> here, Mr. Grinch, and stuff this tree up my nope. chimney. Nope. It's not a Santa baby situation. <laughs> Mama's not kissing the Grinch under the, the mistletoe. I don't know about that. So uh, one of the ornaments rolls out to little Cindy's. It's the bed. loudest ornament. It is like <laughs> it, this thing like has like a, a tracking device too hey, because it as just a, rolls straight to her. <laughs> as, as a kid though, Rachel, you were always super hyper aware of everything. Oh, that's one hundred percent true. Night because you were just yeah. wanted it to be morning so that you could open your presents. And it I was the obnoxious Christmas. kid. Well, I was I was the annoying little sister who woke yes, up early every and would year. wake every. Kevin up. Fucking year. Yeah, you would wake up. I think me up it and, made like... mom say and mom and dad sad though when I would like I started waking up later and then like <laughs> I, no, I would wake up well, and no, like come they... down and like drink a cup of coffee with them and they're just like, Yeah, this is this is weird. <laughs> yeah. They kind of replaced it with the dog. So now it's the dog's job. Oh yeah, the dog always yes. to wake me up in the morning on Christmas. Of morning. course, because when we when we stay during Christmas, they they always wake us up. Of yeah. course, the boxer's job was always wake me up every day to That's get ready right. for work. He had an alarm clock in his, his head. <laughs> he knew when to walk into my room and wake me up. I didn't even have to set an alarm clock. Nope. Um, the dogs now, especially your dog, will yes. literally jump on top of me. He's a toddler. He acts like a little kid on Christmas. <laughs> so. He really does. Because he knows there's there's a present for him. He knows there's a bag that he gets to open. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> so Cindy Lou Who wakes up and comes into the room. Cindy Lou Who does look very cute. Again. She is cutesy. Ex- she looks. So Cindy's got the big ornament and she thinks it's Santa Claus. Of right. course. Because, you know, he looks like Santa. In the 2000 version, this is played by Taylor Momsen. Or Momsen? I can't remember how to say her last name. The singer for Pretty Reckless. I like that oh. band quite a bit. Oh, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when she was a little kid, she was Cindy Lou Who. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> she asks why Santa's taking all their stuff. And the Grinch. Yes. Why are you taking to... my tree? <laughs> like, I don't to, think she to... notices everything else. She only notices the Christmas tree. Well, he's this. You know, it's big enough. It's he's. She. You know, she's like, "Why are you taking this?" And right. the Grinch is like, he's sad for a second, and he's like, "Oh wait, I've got an he's idea." Freaking out. I've he's got to come up with an idea. Yeah. yeah then he gets uh, again a very Bugs Bunny-ish face on the Grinch here. Oh, to yeah. your point, Rachel, with the with when he's like biting his nails. So he decides that one of the lights is out, 
and he needs to take it back to the North Pole to fix it. Hi, my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that, that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And then he'll bring it back. And then this son of a bitch takes the fucking log after he convinces Cindy that it's okay. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's like, a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> he, uh, so he, he is nice enough he to He won't Cindy even let them to have get, a hot fire anymore. It's like, he gets, no, Cindy, he gets Cindy a drink. He takes her back to bed. And then, right. yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute monster. He That's left right. nothing but hooks and wires. And the food was uh, was even too small for a mouth. He takes that, the bastard. Takes this little crumb for this mouse. Yep. That's and right. he does this from house to house to house to house. Yes. Pretty impressive for just one night. So he is oh my a, God, very in his own impressive. way a, a Santa Claus. Because he is right. going from house to house doing this. Because if he was like giving them these things, you know, he would have no, been Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. Watch, just been. watch just watch the Grinch like this scene in reverse and then he is Santa Claus. Yeah, and he's Santa Claus and he's made he's, he's bringing Christmas it. to these people That's who are, right. are just right. like have nothing. <laughs> the song comes back as we get more montage of him taking apart Christmas. You nauseate yes. me, Mr. Mr. Grinch, Grinch. And then with a nauseous super nos which who knows? I I feel like Dr. Seuss ran out of stuff. I sometimes so. sometimes I think he did, yeah. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most terrible rubbish imaginable. Mangled up in tangled up knots. <laughs> My favorite line, of course, is the three words to describe yes. you are as thus. Stink. 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 Stunk. <laughs> it is perfect for this oh, yeah, character nice. and for what they're conveying. It is wonderful. Yep. He's packed up this whole thing with a giant pile of shit. This Max is very move. impressive that he actually has like the bags big enough for this and like the sled carries. <laughs> he all prepped of this for this, and... Rachel. This this was his Max life's is mission strong, right here. Wrong, like man. Max can't move it at first, but he drags it through the snow and he figures out apparently he gets down to the ground below and is able to drag it up this mountain. Yeah, you get some friction going. Yeah, and ten thousand feet up, they go up mount to Mount Crumpet. And I don't know why he decides to do this. Maybe he's going to shove it off the mountain. Maybe that's like his ultimate plan is like he wants I them to see. I think that is the ultimate plan. He wants them to see that it's all missing. And then he's going to like, hey, Whovilles, go fuck yourselves. Go fuck <laughs> you and your Christmas. And he's going to shove this giant balder of, of stuff off the mountain. It must have been. Yeah, like into like, I don't know, is it like a like a cavern or like some sort of like hole? I don't know, but it must go somewhere after that. He's waiting to hear the boo-hoos from the who's because he thinks that when they wake up, they're going to be all pissed off. So they're waiting at the very top of this mountain. So I can't believe I wrote this after just hearing about Cody Rhodes. We are at the very top of the mountain. He wants them to go boo-hoo and he wants mm -hmm. to hear it. So he cups his hand. Like you see Cody Cody Rhodes do in a very famous <laughs> meme. That's so weird. I wrote That's that so down in weird. my notes. He does a Hulk Hogan kind of, you know, he's he's yeah, trying yeah, to hear yeah. the crowd. To his ear that's non-existent. He just has some hole on the side of his head. That's right. 
As you do when you're a Grinch character. That's right. Do the, the I don't think any of the Who's... I don't think Cindy the Who's have ears. I think Cindy Lou Who might. I don't know if she does, because she's not... She's She was adopted. She's adopted. That's exactly... it. Has, she had to have been from the town over. The other... The, the Whatville, all right? She's from Whatville, oh, not Whoville. <laughs> but instead of this... They get in the square and they sing that damn song and again. And they just start singing again. He didn't get rid of the and bells. And this is... I No, I think the bells out. are... I think it's magic bells. I think it's Oh, magic you think bells. they're magic bells? Because yeah. we were pointing this out when I was watching this. We were like, see, that was that that was where he, he, he screwed up. He didn't get rid of the magic rid bells. Of the bells. So you if think he if he would have gotten rid of the bells, that would have been... That would have been the end of it. That would have been the end. He would have won. He would have won. <laughs> It's all about these damn bells. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fantastic. But no, okay. the magic bells ding and they sing around and the like circle a Christmas of where star the tree shoots up. Yeah, where, yes. the, where the tree was. This crazy light comes out from them singing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's yeah. The Christmas spirit is literally exuding from them. At oh this my point. god, it's nuts. And the Grinch is confused. He did stop Christmas, but it came just the same. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. I like this bit, and I like this animation. He, him pulling Max. I do out. love this that is Max is just said. sitting there. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Burns does this in a in an episode of The Simpsons, <laughs> which I always remember Mr. Burns doing this this bit with with Smithers, of course. Of course. But maybe, just maybe, the Grinch learned something, Rachel. Because his mm-hmm. eyes turn mm-hmm. blue, and he gets a smile on his face, and he thinks that maybe he was wrong about what Christmas stands for. Maybe Christmas means a little bit more than just all of the superfluous crap. As he's <laughs> as he's thinking of this, he lets go of Max, who's dangling. Because of this, the sleigh starts to fall off of the mountain, yes. and... The Grinch, realizing that it's about to fall, tries to grab Max again, but Max falls out of his collar. Right. So now the sleigh is about to... It Go is falling over. off. Yes. And they have to chase after it. And he grabs it, and Max has to grab the Grinch coat. So, like... Yes. It, it's it, a ve- this all... is a very iconic, very cute scene as well, where, like, yeah, it's falling I, off and they're holding I ha- on I to it I think there's, together. like, figurines and stuff that you can get of them, like, yeah, trying to hold on to it. Yes. And then, of course, we get the very, very, very iconic line, which, of course, is... What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. So now he's... Heart condition. This is very, very bad. Oh, no! Oh, no! It's happening! He's about to have a heart attack. He has a heart attack on the top of the mountain. That's actually what happens. He has a heart attack and dies, and then he just hit. This is like a fever dream right before he's dead. You're a dead one. So and the Whovilles never had to worry about the Grinch again. The end. (laughs) The Grinch, though, (laughs) instead gets the strength of ten Grinches plus two. Twelve. A dozen Grinches. All you had to say was a dozen. All right. But that doesn't rhyme, Rachel. And we're being very Susian. Look. And Max is happy, so he whizzes down the oh, mountain. Oh yeah, I think yeah, Max likes people, so yeah. Max is happy. He gets to go hang out with some some people, I guess today. 
he rides back into Whoville. And he starts throwing all of the presents and all of the stuff back out. He cheerily blows on a trumpet, brings back everything, including the tinglers and pantukers and woozles. He brought back everything, all of the yes. food for the feast. And mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. Rachel, I figured that you got a little tear in your eye when Cindy gave the roast beast to Max for being a good I mean, dog. That's, that's, the, that's the best part. That dog deserves a big-ass slice of roast beast. He does. He put up with a lot over the years with the Grinch, I assume. I do like that he still has the, uh, the antler on, too. Like, it's like a costume. Yeah, he like now. he came in costume. He yeah. has to be all cute, and I yeah. have to be a reindeer. <laughs> and then we get the lesson from Dr. Seuss and Boris Karloff here, where the last lines of it, of course, with the Grinch carving up the roast beast, is Christmas Day will always be... Just as long as we have we. Welcome Christmas while we stand and they and they sing the song at the end. You know, and that is hand, blah blah blah. And that is the end of <laughs> of the Grinch who stole how the Grinch stole Christmas. The lesson, of course, being that you don't need all of this superfluous crap as long as you have yeah. each other. And as right. long as you have people, you're fine. The Grinch, in my opinion, was not really against Christmas. He was was against- he lonely? Yeah, it was Is that like the idea? Like... And he didn't know how to like put himself into like a place with people to enjoy I, I think stuff so. together. But but I think it's also he's an introverted guy. He doesn't like the so he doesn't like the all of the superfluousness stuff, all the loud stuff, all the excessiveness. Mm-hmm. So he was like, uh, th- if that's all Christmas is, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, but he's like, it. oh well, I took all of that away, and there's still. They're still celebrating with each other. So they didn't need that stuff. They just needed each other. Right. So maybe that's kind of where where he lied. So that is the end of How the Grinch Stole Christmas from 1966. Rachel, we have come to that time of our show. Winds down. Our thoughts take flight to the Grinch and his tail shining so bright. Rachel, in the season of warmth and of giving... Does the Grinch's story still feel so living? Ah, uh, Kevin, without a doubt, it's crystal clear. Uh, the Grinch's tale holds magic year after year. In each retelling, its sparkle never wanes, and a timeless message in its joyous refrains. And yet, in this world, spinning so fast with new stories arriving, making a blast, does the Grinch maintain its treasured place or risk getting lost in the storytelling race? The Grinch isn't one to be confined, its story's essence forever in- enshrined. For generations, it's woven into our cheer, a holiday gem we hold oh so dear. So for all our listeners, far and near, the Grinch's tale rings out loud and clear. In our hearts, on this festive night, it's shelf life's eternal, a guiding light. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Folks at home, we asked ChatGPT to uh, give us our opinion in a Susian rhyme. Um, but Rachel, we've come to that time of the show where we will actually give our opinion. Rachel, does How the Grinch Stole Christmas have shelf life? Or how, or a Christmas shelf life for you two? Because we did it with Halloween, we can do it with Christmas. I mean, we talked about how the, the fact that I don't really watch this year after year. And I'm not I'm not super into like the Seussness of the Grinch, I guess. <laughs> Whether that's a forced bias on me, I do love the song. I do love Max. I I kind of I mean, I know the story like really well and and everything. So I feel like for a for a Christmas shelf, 
I feel like it has to be there. Mm, okay. Okay. I, I kind of I kind of feel like it belongs there. It does feel like a, a, a classic Christmas movie to me watching it. I think it belongs on like the Christmas shelf and then like goes into the box. You're bringing it out with the ornaments um, once a I month. I bring it out with the ornaments. Yeah. So it, I, for me, I think that's what I would say about this one. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just not a big Seuss guy, and that's yeah. It's that's... just it's hard because I like I feel kind of like uh, I'm that, not gonna watch it every year. That song um, I will play constantly. But yes, I love that yes. song. The, the song, song has, has shelf, life. shelf life. Hundred percent. Love the song. It belongs Beautiful. up there with the re- with the best of any Christmas songs. The show, the the special is animated well it's a good little lesson it's a good little show yeah and it's short so it doesn't feel like too long (laughs) and it's short i am not gonna go out of my way to watch this though no but i totally understand if it's on your list of uh, of things to watch each year like you have to get the grinch in it's like a tradition or whatever it makes sense it's not like it's bad or anything like that it's it's very good so i totally understand that it's just i'm not i don't really like dr seuss stuff so the Grinch though is <laughs> is probably the one of the exceptions to that because it is better yes. than the rest of the Doctor Doctor Seuss stuff. So for me, I do agree on that one. I'm not gonna say Shelf Life because I I won't go that far. I'm Christmas gonna say box the life. box. <laughs> I'm gonna say because it is too good to just say no. Yeah. But I'm gonna put it in the box. And again, yeah. it's a Christmas box for sure. It is a box definitely Christmas that box. sits in the attic, and I bring it down once a year. And maybe you can enjoy it, but it's really me enjoying the song. So it's not, yeah. it's, it does not have shelf life for me, but it definitely, I think, has cultural shelf life. And it I think should cultural be. cultural shelf life is 100% what I'm thinking, Which, too. which is why yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm putting it in the box. So like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it has cultural shelf life. It just does not have shelf life with me. And I know everyone out there thinks that I'm not filled with glee, that I'm calling myself a Grinch and... You guys can all... <laughs> I was trying to come up with some sort of expletive that rhymes with Grinch. <laughs> uh, I'm not a good rapper. A finch? Um, um, a lynch? A, yeah, um, you'll all want to lynch when you call me a Grinch, but I'm not going to put it on my shelf. So, anyway. <laughs> that was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's in the box. And it has cultural self-life. <laughs> I didn't say... I said self-life, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> Rachel also and has it self-life. Has... Christmassy shelf life. A staple of, I'm sure, many a holiday. Now we've got to do another staple, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back after another short break, another word from our sponsor, we will have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't know if I can do this song. Is the song public domain? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nah, nah. More bullying in this one. Hmm. Oh, it's nothing but bullying around Christmas. <laughs> when we come back, we'll bully a reindeer. <laughs> and, a, and a Santa Claus with too big of a head. <laughs> Stink, stank, stunk. 